0: You're listening to That Great Manc Pod. Greater Manchester's community podcast. Top one, out here. Hi, and welcome to the fifth of our Carling Sessions, supported by the Carling Made Local Fund. We'll be showcasing some of the amazing creative talent across our Greater Manchester that would normally be entertaining you and your local, helping them build their audience back and hopefully persuade you to grab a ticket for when they're back performing live. In this episode, Damien and I had a chat with Anthony Parker, Teacher by day, spoken word artist and poet by night, like a mank Batman, but with better social skills. Oh, and as the Carling Sessions are supported by the Carling Made Local Fund, just a reminder to always drink sensibly.
1: Here is volunteers dedicated to that army of selfless, unsung heroes. All hail the unpaid, the unsung, Let's sing their praises. Hidden heroes, capes hidden under high-vis or waterproofs. Like armour they wear as they're out there in sunshine, rain and hail. Giving the precious gift of time. All hail the volunteers who came, saw and cared. Who alongside the food they deliver hope, as we cannot live on bread alone. Would you say it's spoken word or poetry? Um, well, to be honest, I reckon it's two sides at the same kind. to be honest, but.
0: Controversial.
1: I'm, I know, <laughs> I know. Permittal. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get a pile on. Know, <laughs> it's just going to be so controversial. <laughs> Just it's it's like another interview that's been quite controversial <laughs> lately, in it. So oh, it's just God gonna yeah. be a rerun of that. I'm yeah. hoping I'm not getting Piers Morgan pilot. <laughs> <up. laughs> but yeah, I'd say it was pretty much the same thing. Yeah. And some people are like are taking it in a more musical direction and stuff like that. And yeah, it's diverse, and I think it can be whatever you want it to be. Like, I'm not a stickler for rules. I'm not. Oh, you've he, come he to sends the right me place, and he says that. Can't <laughs> believe that. But yeah, when it comes like creativity and that, I don't think there's any rules personally myself.
0: <laughs> I, I think you spot on, mate. Uh, that's exactly. It. I think you know and the biggest issues we have, and I've always had, is when people have got that defined route of oh, you can't do that, and you go, why not? Well, we've never we, we'd ask, we've never done it like that. And you go, yeah, that's probably why you're having problems. That's probably why, you know, when you shut your theatre, or they talked about shutting your theatre, there were no queues around the block saying, save this theatre. Mm. But when you shut Weatherspoon's down, they were <laughs> they were queuing for six miles, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. no, I love that attitude, mate. And I think it's, I think I, you can tell it in your work, because I couldn't, you know, in terms of the stuff that I've read of yours or seen of yours, yeah. um, I couldn't pigeonhole you. At all, you know, I couldn't say it's it's political or it's this or it's that. No, absolutely, I love that. Keep them guessing.
1: Be yeah. creative, yep. be creative, saying it? all things and saying nothing at the same time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose you've, there's got to be a certain amount of that if you're a if you're a politician.
2: Written... <laughs> if what? If you're a politician rather than a <laughs> politician, saying nothing but saying everything <laughs> at the same time.
1: So. I'm Anthony um, Mancunian, obviously, and and a teacher as well, and I've been writing on and off for about probably about 10 years now, um, just little bits around Twitter, on blogs and stuff like that. Um, I self-published, I think it was about five years ago now, I thought I'd take the plunge, give it a go, and it sort of went from there, really. Um, I'm all about basically writing what i like and hoping other people like <laughs> it as well to be honest i mean right. why would you write something that you didn't like or didn't didn't interest you i mean it'd just be fake wouldn't it so yeah, yeah so there's like lots of stuff i write about lots of interests and stuff like that travel being one um state of the world being one. Oh god, god yeah. go on for material and there, and there mate um, history is a bit of an interest as well and sort of like looking at not just the stuff that happened then but how it sort of combines and sort of informs what's going on now mm. and a lot of that obviously like with the BLM protests and looking again at our past and how how that's shaping society for good and for ill um, mm. and also it's just fascinating to look at some of these things that happened, some of these people and these common themes that sort of come all through and you can sort of see echoes of that today as well and I think that's quite quite interesting as well um decided obviously wanting to help out especially with with COVID but it was a bit before that I did some work for homelessness charities I decided to self-publish a book. I wanted to raise a bit of money for homelessness and mental health charities, and so far from that, I think I raised about two hundred quid from mm-hmm. it. Was that for Mustard Tree? Um, bits for Mustard Tree, Um, yeah. some helped with shelter as well, and yeah. the Manchester branch of Mind as well. But that's ongoing, and I'm hoping, obviously, to help more sort of causes as as it goes on, really. And then I did the poem requests for Mustard Tree as well. Yeah. And I've done some for Fair Share as well recently. So I've been quite busy really.
0: I noticed that. I saw the post that you put out basically saying, yeah, yeah, requests. And it's what you, I got the feeling it's one of those when you, you know when you put something out and as soon as you've done it, you think, oh, I shouldn't have done that because everyone gets involved and piles on and says. Oh, God, it's, this, did it's did blew this, up
1: that. and done its own thing. It's took on a life of its own.
0: Yeah. How many have you done?
1: um probably about i'd say 50 50 official ones done a few yeah. sort of unofficial ones as well um i could even write a book about it who knows that might be the next project coming down the line by request but
2: yeah. who knows? <clears throat> that's one way you put out on twitter wasn't it if somebody gives me a theme and then ask for a donation for the poem that you wrote for that theme is that right
1: yes yes and it's it's just took on a life of its own. Some bright weird tangents going on. And <laughs> you didn't manage uh, to yeah. today,
2: Anthony. What was the strangest <laughs> request?
1: Strangest request was one about a chaffinch. Uh, is it a bird? Yeah, yeah, type of bird. I had to I had to look that up. I had to look <laughs> it up and sort of think, oh, that's a chaffinch. So yeah, but um, well, there must be a story yeah,
0: behind that. Is it? Was it?
1: Well, um this guy really likes chaffinches. But it turns out when I when I looked it up, there's like quite a lot of symbolism behind the chaffinch. I think it was to do with um something to do with the Virgin Mary or something like that and Jesus right. and all that. So I was like, Oh, who knew? I just thought it was just a little a little bird. Well, you know, there's it's a lot of
2: links there's a lot of links with um with birds with spirituality and stuff like that. So you've got Um, there's certain ones that are credit to Jesus and different faiths as well you know I mean there's a lot of links between the the bird world and
0: we're we're all about every faith
1: (laughs) of course of course but it's just like and it was I suppose in one respect it was quite good because one thing with all these lockdowns especially during the first one that everyone gets a bit I think people are a bit nostalgic for the first one aren't they because it was like dead quiet you heard all this bird song yeah. everywhere, and sort of people discovered nature for the yeah. first time
2: ever. And sun and gin,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, that helped. <laughs> and the sun never helped. Do you know? I would just been so miserable. You
0: just reminded me there that, that when I think about it, when I if well, I've ever sat down and had time to think about it, it's it, it's listening, hearing the birds, yeah, because the plot, you know. I live in Sale, so we're not directly over the flight path, but we're near, near as damn it. So there was always planes flying over, there's always trails in the sky, and we're quite near the motorway, so you get that background noise. But yeah, you'd be on because the weather was nice in the first lockdown. You'd be in the back, and yeah, you could hear the you could hear the birds. You go out, I'd go out for a walk, and you could hear the birds. And you know, you look up in the sky, and it was a, a different blue after yeah. a while because you didn't get you didn't have all the crap up there from the planes. Uh, and I think that's spot on that. I think people will get nostalgic about that first one because it was great going for a walk and seeing people smile, genuinely concerned. Like, you know, if you if people were walking with a baby, you'd, you'd stand out the way and uncross the road. Whereas that, I mean, that's definitely going now. I mean, it's all, all the scowls are back now. You see that when you're out and about, but then, you know, the last lockdown was an absolute killer. Uh mm-hmm. I think we've all said that. So uh yeah, yeah, it'll be weird looking back on it, won't it? Especially especially kids, the kids that you teach teach, and, yeah. and you know, our kids it'll be a really, really big time in their lives when they can turn around and say, Yeah, I i completed Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> you knowing that <laughs> I never bathed for a month. <laughs> uh like my my middle child. You'll never listen to this so I can say it, but You know, we were going out the other day and it was like, uh, and he'd obviously not been out for a while. This is before they went back to school. And it was like, he he came up and said, uh, I don't know where my shoes are. (laughs) And we spent about three hours looking for his shoes because he just not had them on. So, uh,
2: yeah. mean it's crazy. Twice in a year. You know what I mean? And one of them is because they had to go to a funeral. Mm. And it just felt weird wearing socks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's
1: just it's but been bomb because it's just like one of those weird times, and then some of the crazy air you singing around oh. are just. and oh, players, What
2: are you trying to say there, mate? You know what I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're fine. You're fine.
0: <laughs> I mean, not with footballers. It seems to be that every single footballer ever since this this started has got, funnily enough, perfect hair. How does that work then?
1: Mm, definitely living in their house them and tv people yeah probably
0: did um were you doing um open mics before this kicked off
1: i did a few i did a few i must say i'm still still probably a bit of a novice when it comes to sort of more of a confidence issue so at first I it just used to frighten me the very thought of doing it and I know you're gonna laugh because it's like well you you're standing up in front of 30 kids like every day do you know what I mean and it's it was it was quite it was quite tricky because believe it or not I hate the sound of my own voice <laughs> shock horror <laughs> never think that but yeah and so it it took me a lot of time to sort of pluck up the courage. And then there was a few events that I did um, at the museum, at the Manchester Museum. One of them was for a closing of their Egypt exhibit. So I went full on with the Egypt poems. They approached me. They knew that I was doing them.
0: I remember um, seeing the post, yeah.
1: Yeah, and they invited me to do that. And that was that was quite a good little introduction. And then there was an event to do with the Peterloo um, massacre at. I think it was at the library mm. um, a couple of years ago in 2019. And I'd written a few poems about it like years before anyway. So it was performing those. And again, it was it was introducing. So I had probably every intention of doing more. And then obviously zombie apocalypse <laughs> happened. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, so obviously that's not happening anymore. So then, I finally plucked up the courage to finally do videos at some point as well, and people wanted to see more. So, yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll get back to doing that hopefully, and once all this is over, maybe go back out there and do a bit of do a bit of sort of open micy type things. We'll see, see where it goes.
0: I think you should, mate. I think you've got the, um, I think you've got the personality for it, definitely. I really do. I think you'd be great up there, and like anybody, you can stand in front of thirty screaming kids. Is uh, can get up in front of you know thirty screaming adults.
1: <laughs> you can say you... that. Say yeah, that now. You...
0: Yeah, because because what we'll do is we'll bang it on pause, so you're not getting the, the dog barking, and also mine sometimes picks up the telly from from downstairs if they've got it on full full blast. So we'll we'll mute ourselves, so we're not being rude. Yeah. Uh, it's just so you know, you know, we get the best quality from you from you. So if you can do four or five pieces or whatever you're okay. comfortable with, and then yeah, so uh we'll try not to put you off. Okay, okay. Cheers, mate.
1: Okay. So this one's called Miss You, and for obvious reasons there's been a lot of people missing things. So here was just one sort of poetic exploration of loss really i miss you like holidays in spain like the parched ground misses the rain from sunrise to sunset to breakfast again i miss you like the trees miss the leaves like chips missing sprinkles of salt I miss you. From sunrise to sunset till dawn breaks again. So here's one about dodgy haircuts, okay? It's called DIY Fade. Dodgy fades. Dodgy razor DIY. Desperate times. Call for desperate measures. Yeah, have I got the right measures? For this buzz cut, this fade. I'm hardly Vidal so soon. So I've made a bleeding mess. Glad I'm not leaving the house soon. Air grows, I mutter. Air grows. And I'm going to do another funny type one. Okay. And funnily enough, this was a request and it was about the North South divide. So I think someone threw something really random out there thinking, Ah, he's not going to be able to write anything about this, but they were wrong. okay. So north-south divide. It's existed longer than the Kingdom of England. this line that splits a nation in two. We are Northmen, North women, the place names Hellsby, Whitby, yorvik Northwich tell us, that we're of the north. Is our northern grip a remnant of those fearsome Danes Of bygone days, lost in the mists of time? Wessex, Danelaw, a law unto ourselves. The rebellious pilgrimage of grace, the Jarrow marches, Where the north meets you in face. Disregard us at your peril. This is a divide our accents and history cannot hide, not to mention our stubborn pride. No amount of levelling up can make up for a millennium of the North-South divide. It's called Atlas. So I like dabbling a bit on Greek mythology, okay? And obviously the story of Atlas the Titan who held the world on his back. So I'm doing it from his point of view. Zeus ordered it. So that was that. The celestial sphere was placed on my back. The weight of the world on my shoulders alone. It's a heavy burden to hold up the sky. The years like birds swiftly fly. Eternity, he said. I wish the tallest peak could take the heat. To hold up the sky, the cosmos manifest as I never rest.
0: I great them. And, and that proves my point because every single one of them is <laughs> completely different. Uh, I love that. I love oh, that. Thank you. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I really like the volunteer one um yeah
2: that fits in with the uh i mean we've had this thing of caring for the carers you know because yeah. especially now i think people have realized but in the past i mean i've done a lot of charity work i've done a lot of volunteering <laughs> in the past and it's the frontline workers that you don't get thought of you know no. and i think people have realized a lot more this time although uh, the nurses need a pay rise so i'll throw yep. that in there now um <laughs> But it's not just the nurses, and we were having this conversation as we, we were doing the work one, Paul, that it was the unpaid carers, it was the the kids that were looking after people who were ill that were in. Mm-hmm. So we started doing a lot of work with them specifically to give them some respite and to celebrate them, to be honest, Anthony. Yep. And that's what your poem does there as well. You know, it celebrates Oh, thank you. People. Do you know
0: what I mean? And teachers. And teachers. Listen, we all have a laugh. Well, I certainly did. I've relatives who are teachers, and you know, always, always. And you listen—if you, I bet you—if you had a pound for every time somebody said, "Yeah," but you get loads of holidays, you, <laughs> you know, know and like, stuff yeah. like that, because I know it's a complete, you not know, to wind up. But, um, you know, I mean, you know, a lot of teachers did, you know, did, did step up to the plate mm. um, during this and and doing stuff. They they wouldn't nec- you know, they didn't necessarily. Well, I'm sure many teachers didn't become a teacher so they could teach. People over Zoom, teams—you know—completely <laughs> different, completely. And I can hear it when my kids are, um, we're doing their lessons. You know, it's a completely different field. And it was like, and I also know that, that you know the rules changed every single day, <laughs> every single day. You Absolutely. know, getting passed down. So, you know, there'll be plenty of of teachers who have struggled during this for various reasons. Uh, you know, and I'm pretty certain that not many people have said, Well, you know, how are you? How have you been? I mean, how how have you, how have you coped with it yourself? I mean, plus the fact, I mean, you were a, it's, it's, it's the school you're working in, but you know, you went there short term and now you've been there during all this. It's,
1: it's a weird one. It is a weird one. And it's like, as you say you you're doing stuff that you never thought you'd ever have to do so sort of putting videos out there filming yourself on the internet and stuff like that and then you sort of really doubt yourself thinking oh oh it's like I sound ridiculous I look you know what I mean I look ridiculous Mm -hmm. and then sometimes so like we weren't able to do live lessons probably because of the amount of kids that we actually had we pretty much it was pretty much a case of you'd sort of teach you'd be with the whole sort of class that you had all day yeah and then when the kids went home you'd be doing like videos or in the morning you'd be doing videos about sort of thing and obviously the amount of time that you've got on a video you can only you've got to keep it really brief yeah so it's like i'm trying to sort of condense what i'd be doing continuously throughout the lesson giving the support and stuff like that in about five minutes for a video and it's it wasn't enough, <laughs> nowhere near enough. It was no. just like, it was like you were going through the motions almost. And it was like, it's not, they're not getting a great deal. It's not proper. Do you know what I mean? It's
2: well, you're not getting the feedback and it's, yeah. uh, I, no. mean, I, I, I facilitate <laughs> sessions for people. And it's that banter. It's the one-to-one. It's, it's feeding off the energy, you know, and stuff yep. like that. And if it's anything like my 16 year old, when he was doing Zoom sessions, then teachers must have wondered if there was anybody on the other side of them screens because none of them had turned the cameras on. No. They never yeah. answered. They never joined in. They never, you must have been sat here thinking, why am I bothering? I don't, I, yeah. Probably uh, not even in the room or they've, you know. So not having that feedback, not having that contact, not having that sort of energy to bounce off, do you know what I mean? Cause that's and you miss the of. daft
1: answers that they come up with, you know, like the ones that could never, ever be like, you're talking about something and they go, Oh, bananas. Do you know what I mean? And you, yeah. you sort of miss that. And it's like it's not the same. It's totally not the same. So, in a lot of ways, I'm glad they're all back in, but obviously, it's nowhere near normal. You've got to be really, really careful what you do. Yeah. Um, staggered this, staggered that. Um, constant fear of oh, someone's having a test and oh, the whole bubble goes down. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's not brilliant. It's it's not what it should be, and it is a shame. But hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to get to a point where hopefully it'll for for them at least it'll get normal. I mean, what is normal,
0: <laughs> mate? What Don't was normal before? Be- what was normal before all this kicked off? Yeah, That's true. You know, everyone's got their own normal, aren't they? I mean, mm-hmm. I I've, I keep saying I just think this is a great chance for a reset in so many ways. I hope so. Yeah. Well, I think just in terms of how people treat each other. Yeah. A bit of humanity and a smile. And, you know, we've seen it in so many different examples, you know, when people have gone out the way. And you think, right, well, why does it take a pandemic to do that? I'm talking about myself as well, you know, and we run a charity, but, and the other things we do. So you, you, you like to think that you're doing stuff that is helping other people, but, you know, you can always do more.
2: Yeah, it's getting past the, using words like tolerance. Well, hang on a minute, tolerating is, what's wrong with acceptance? What's wrong with...
1: Or celebrating.
2: Yeah, celebration is a fantastic way. I use it all the time. You know, it's about love, compassion, um, having the discussions, but not being afraid to have them. You know, Mm. because that's the only way we're going to get to a better place. Absolutely. So in some ways, I'm glad. You know, you go right back to... What other people see is negative, you know, Brexit, Trump, this. Great, good, bring it on. You know, it's brought all this stuff to the surface. Good, we can deal with it. But as long as we deal with it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm
1: I'm
0: a great believer when you've got idiots like, you know, idiots saying all sorts of horrible things. The worst thing you can do is... Is is get rid of them and, and don't and don't give them a platform because I think most people realize when they listen to these these people that they're completely wrong. You know, and, and you, you try and sweep stuff under the carpet and well it If you don't let them say
2: so it, you can't Absolutely.
0: challenge it. You know, if you don't
2: encourage people to uh, have opinion. I mean, I've I've done it I used to work on community service, I used to set lads out on community service. And the best conversations I ever had is when you've been out with a group of eight lads and one of them will say something racist or whatever and you go, hang on a minute, well, where's your mum and dad from? Well, they're Irish. You know, and you go, well, isn't that the same? And you start the conversation, you start unravelling it and you're unravelling those false beliefs and that conditioning and stuff like that. And in the end, you can see them going, shit, I'm going to have to think different in the future. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: It's that educational process, isn't it?
2: that's what I was talking earlier about you need to part of, part of teaching or part of facilitation or part of changing beliefs in any way is having that banter and having that challenge. You know, it's not just about you standing. If you stood that my learning style, if you stood there at the front of the room and talk at me, I've switched off in three minutes. I've got, I've gone, I can't absorb information like that. You have a conversation with me where I can question and challenge and stuff like that. I'll learn loads you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's uh we've got I'm hoping you know, I'm hopeful. These things need to happen. We needed a, the humanity needed to be sent to its bedroom for a week. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. <laughs> a year, yeah. yeah. For a year. For a year, yeah. Do you ever do you ever get the chance to to do the spoken word with the kids?
1: Um I did one when we were doing poems the other week for World Book Day. Yeah. So um they know they know what I do, and are they some supportive? of them interested. Are
0: they supportive of what you're doing?
1: Some are interested. Some, it just completely went over their heads, to be honest, but then again, most beings <laughs> did. But, um, yeah, they seem they seem mildly interested, yeah. So, And then they've they've liked writing poems and stuff like that, so hopefully it's had it's had an impact with them as well. Don't so, think that it's
2: gone over their head. I used to think like that, and uh, I mean, I say... Uh, you're sowing the seeds. You don't, mm. You've don't. you given, yeah. um, you've invited them to the arts. Whether they choose yeah. it this week or they choose it in 15 years, you've given them that, that access, you've made it normalised, that you've made mm. it, that they can get involved in it. And don't ever think you haven't. Um, I used to think that where I've worked with prisoners, I've worked on the streets with homeless. Don't give up thinking you haven't got through. You know, at the end of the day, it might click. Seven years from now, years mate, later. next week, you don't know, mate. And that's the beauty of what you do. Mm. Um, you're there having that opportunity to sow the seeds and give that invite. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yep. no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure.
1: <laughs> oh no. I better give it I better give them good access to good art, and it really <laughs>
0: hey art's uh, art. No, I mean, that's another thing, you know. I when someone says to me, What what's what what's art? And I, I, I my simple explanation is if it makes you feel something then it's a uh, good, bad, and anywhere in between, you know, there's no right, there's no wrong. Um, and, I, and, you know, I think that's that's not a bad way of looking at it, even though I did come up with that myself.
1: Tell stories, and I think deep down we're the storytelling animal, basically. Yeah. Not to say that other species probably don't tell stories in their own ways that we haven't fathomed out yet, but we are the storytelling animal. and. Yeah. For good or for ill. Some of the stories that we've told are quite dark stories. But I think ultimately that's one of the things that makes us human, really, is the fact that we are the storytelling species. So around campfires thousands of years ago, blowing pigment on a handprint in a cave somewhere. And all the all the literary traditions from like the Eastern Mediterranean and all that type of stuff that people still talk about today little a little lad in Manchester still writes about stuff that was first sort of told thousands of years ago type of thing it's quite it's quite good and I think I think at the heart of it these stories are sort of they've got facets of humanity in it in all its complexity shall we say
2: you're carrying on the human narrative you know, and it is passed from generations to generation and it is, the stories, the medium you tell the stories might change, mm. but the stories are continuing. I mean, one of my favourite film quotes is, uh, we are the music makers and we are the dreamers of the dreams. You know, that's, uh, I mean, it's actually from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but <laughs> just that blows my mind, that phrase, and it is, that's exactly what we are, like you say, it's the, you, the animal that does that. You know that you can bring mm-hmm. things into create its creativity. You know, it is it's about bringing something from nothing. Yeah, you know, that just
1: reminded me of that Shakespeare quote. I think it's from The Tempest or something like that. The our revels here have ended, and all that type of stuff. And um, we are such such things that dreams are made of, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And it, yeah.
0: Well, you know what? I think that. I mean, certainly the that last couple of minutes is, is i'm glad you came up with it because it summed up it summed up everything
1: i mean obviously i've got the other persona going the poetic prince as well um
0: oh, i didn't know, what's the poetic prince
1: well um i found that that's the name of my blog where i've been putting some of the stuff and we were doing ancestry um years ago and it turns out apparently through like all this research that um got quite a few royal ancestors who knew really so one of them was a welsh was a, like one of the native welsh princes and then another one was um a kid of edward longshanks as well really yeah he was mm-hmm. a of it, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah not 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 the best not the best person to shout was, about he's a blue um, blood uh, uh, quite quite an irony really you've got um native welsh prince and then you've got the descendant of the person who was basically crushing the native Welsh princes. So <laughs> yeah. quite an irony there. But it turns I, out that a lot more people are related to Longshanks than than are not, to be honest. It's probably a vast majority of people that somewhere down the line have received some of his genes. They got about, they did okay. get about. Yeah, you get
2: longshanks had the bank bank, did he? Is that what it is? <laughs> <clears throat>
1: yeah. Well, well, where whereabouts are you from in Manchester? Um originally was born in East Manchester, so near where near where the City Stadium is. And I'm
2: from Clayton, mate. Yeah. I know the place.
1: But it's quite funny because I'm a red. <laughs> well, I'm in like the heartland of... No, I the think that's blue really blue funny. Tree.
0: Anybody use a red I find really funny.
1: You do now anyway. <laughs> <don't> you? <laughs> well, you've got to have a sense of humour these days. You? Oh, mate.
0: Don't, don't get him started, Anthony, honest to God. Honestly, yeah. God. But uh, listen, mate, that was uh, that was brilliant. I love I love the I love the stuff that you do. I love the fact that, um, yeah, you can't you can't pigeonhole. you. there was there's there's so much, and, and that's what I want to try and a lot of the stuff that we're doing as well is that we want people to uh, to listen to you know what what people are doing. It's got yeah, fancy a crack at that you know, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a go at that. You know, it's a, is yeah. a, a teacher who's, who's working his ass off, but yet he's still doing, doing this and it's, it's helped him. And I mean, this, this ain't, this ain't going to go in the, in, in the, uh, in the thing. Cause I'm not, you know, not making much sense, but I, I, you know, I, I think that people would listen to you and be inspired to have a crack in it. Quite. Yeah. Honestly. Um, and you know, when you're performing it, uh, you weren't just reading that. So no matter how you, th- and again, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying this from straight from the head out through the mouth, you know, I, uh yeah, you're not, you're not just reading them. There's a lot of, there's a lot of emotion coming through as well in terms of, in terms of the performance, which I think is really watchable. And I think you'd be great getting up on that stage. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. Honestly, I do. I do. And uh, definitely have a crack at it. And, you know, if we can get this out on the road, uh, and start getting these sessions out and about. Then, love to see you there.
1: I'd love to. I'd love Especially to.
0: Especially
2: with to the rough, you. the rough, and the leggings <laughs> as the poetic yeah. prince.
1: <laughs> I've got a crown somewhere, actually. I have to that <laughs> out somewhere. We all have, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we all Being have. Being a teacher, you have so many props. It's just unbelievable. Um, yeah, we've, just got- we've
2: usually got things knocking about, that... It we use sometimes but uh it depends what i can reach
0: <laughs> listen mate th- thanks a lot thanks a lot um, thank
1: you for thank you for inviting
0: me oh no mate when we said we were going to do it we you know we, we had a list and you you were near the top only because it was alphabetical <laughs> 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 only kidding no you, were, you were sweet, mate. so
1: honored you, you yeah.
0: but yeah anyway listen mate thank you so much um yeah, we're going to have uh, Dave Smith coming on,
2: who I know you correspond with. And, yes. Uh, yeah. What's it, Mark? Mr. Forster. Yeah, who's I know, who's you. Our, yes. um, yeah, I know he's having man. messages
1: as well. Yeah.
0: We know what you get up to. We're watching, you know. We know.
1: <laughs> no, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and Anthony, if you know anyone out there who's singer, songwriter, uh, I mean, really for this... Monologues. Yeah, for these uh, sessions. Poetry. Yeah. Something that we, they would get up and, and do. Juggling won't work. Get up and do. Um,
1: um, there goes my second talent then. <laughs> go, you,
0: you sing as well. Do you sing? No,
1: juggling. Uh, no, no. Oh, juggling. Oh, no, I missed that. Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> don't juggle. That's my advice to you. I'll leave you with that advice. Don't juggle. <laughs> right, listen. Good night, mate. And thank, thank you, you so much.
1: And speak to you soon. No, it's been good talking
0: down. to you, mate. You take care, yeah.
1: You Cheers,
0: too. Pal. Take see care. See you
1: later. Bye. Bye. You're listening to that great
0: mank pod, Greater Manchester's community podcast. Top one, our kids. So, listen, mate, we'll just have to see how it goes on because I don't think there's going to be any more lockdown. I don't think they could, it'd have to be absolutely desperation to go back into another lockdown. Absolutely. So, yeah, we wouldn't, it wouldn't work. And I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't abide by it, but. Uh, yeah, I think we're all thoroughly fed up now, aren't we, mate?
1: Patience is wearing thin in it,
0: really. Yeah. I mean, luckily, me and Damo have a combined age of a hundred, <laughs> so uh, we were uh, we were given the vaccine. Plus, you know, we, the world can't afford to lose us, can it, Damien? We no, owe too much money. No, you're the
1: linchpin. <laughs>
0: oh, no, we owe too much money. If they get rid of us, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the, the whole will fall down
1: <laughs> <laughs> again. Especially with all your equipment there. You'll oh keep yeah, me well, going. Yeah.
0: Are you picking up that dog barking, Paul? Yeah, is that? Have you stole a dog again?